Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 94, a weekly podcast reviewing the television pilot episodes, past and present. He is making me laugh, and he's called Jed Shepherd. And that guy is the object of my laughter, and it is Rob <laughs> Jelly, a.k.a. Rob, Rob Jelly the Third. How you doing, man? I'm really good. How are you? Very good. Um, we're just recovering from that flooding incident from last week. Yeah, we're no longer having to walk around in wetsuits, which yes. is at least something. Yeah. Um, apologies if last week's episode with uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries, which was weird <laughs> enough as it was, yeah. added dampness, um, did uh, anything to your uh, circuitry. So apologies for that. But we are back to dry studio conditions. We are indeed, Rob. How have you been? What's your week been like? Uh, not bad at all. In fact, only this morning was I having a little natter with Alice Merton. Alice Merton, yeah. she is my favourite. She's what? What is she? Who is she? She's a psychologist. She's my favourite psychologist. She's a singer, mate. I, oh, is she a singer? singer. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. But like to, to me, singing is psychology. So you know. <laughs> Um, no, Alice Merton, uh, no roots. It's probably the song people will have heard um, sort of in the last eighteen months or so of, oh, on the radio. Okay. Uh, but a new album, Mint, is uh, just been out. It's uh, a week or two back now, three weeks ago, um, yeah. just came out. And so we had a chat this morning about it, and just kind of all things music. Really, she set up her own label to do it. Incredible, lovely nice. lady as well. Really, really lovely lady. So that was cool. Um, yeah, generally just uh, you know living the dream, mate. Still making the radio and you know, American football's going well. And uh, after seeing my little nephew this weekend as well, which is excellent because he's won. How the hell wow. that year's gone? I don't know. I remember you telling me you like your yeah, was it your sister? sister? Yeah, 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 yeah my had sister. A baby. Yeah, yeah. Was this like time yesterday. last year, mate. Yeah. This time last year, back in take. F- Forty something rather, it's like fifty odd takes ago. Yeah. I know madness. That's how what time works, I guess. Um, how are you? How's your week been? I'm good, man. I'm just preparing for uh, to go to America. I'm in America. Oh, for... I'm going to the Isle of Man. You're going to LA. <laughs> I mean, how the lives have differed. <laughs> um, and uh, because I am there, we'll probably have to record some stuff internationally across the sea. Well, by the time this is out, you'll be there. Um, yes. So we will hang out in a virtual sense to yeah. make sure that every week uh, there is still a pilot podcast That's episode true. for you to listen to. Yeah. I mean, total Hollywood W. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I've changed. I've you changed. have changed. You um, have changed. As long as you come back, you'll be I will, fine. I will come back. Um, but the yeah, so um, we'll make sure that, we, that there will not be a week where we miss is this, it. Is this awards? Is this a film thing? Is this a TV thing? Is it? Can, can you not even talking about it? Um, that was film meetings, uh, film meetings for uh, the films. But, <laughs> yeah, in. but, but you're going all the way to LA. This means some serious, you know, meeting rather than just a kind of big meeting. You go because you can do these things by you know video conference now. You can oh yeah, call. Yeah. Uh, you can Skype and things like that. We are FaceTime. meeting some of the people who, as a child, I was like, I want to be like them. I want to be like them. And now I'm getting to meet them. Almost not on equal terms because they're still like mega mega stars, but like it's um, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's a cra- it's a crazy world, and mm. I feel like oh, also whilst you're doing that, I just yeah. remembered uh, check your emails because I've put uh, an artist in touch with you who would love to get involved in the cassette game. When have you done that? Uh, today. Oh, okay. So uh, just keep your eye on your emails for oh, me because there's a what are they like? Who very are they? Ta- very talented uh, group uh, and lady singer who's um, who's interested and in, uh, she's ventured into the world of vinyl. And oh. I said, oh, 
Ever consider okay. tape? I know a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she said, who's that? And I, I can't tell you. Top secret. <laughs> I'm doing some good tapes at the moment, actually. Um, uh, the I one... see you some stashes of Nina Nesbitt's over there still. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Nina Nesbitt's uh, tapes of flight. I had to do a reprint of the Nina Nesbitt ones because they nice. all sold out. Um, I'm doing... I'm not sure if I'm even allowed to say this, but like I'm doing it for um, <laughs> the new Idlewild album. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I are back. They are back, and I have the album as well, which um, Idlewild fans will probably... Like come in here and like smash things up to try to find it. Um, it's in the fridge. But I have the new album. Um, and let milk. me tell you, it is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Back, back to their best. Excellent. That's all we um, like to hear. I, don't even, I think it's not out for like ages, but um, well, you got to get these yeah. things ready. These things got to be pressed and printed yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, so uh, yeah, having some tapes. exciting times. Yeah. And uh, of course, we are tackling two more shows. And I would like to say, you know, we've done some very obscure shows of late, yeah. uh, especially last week as that Mike Tyson mysteries episode, which, which I loved. Blew me away. Yeah. I mean... Got a massively high score there. For a 10-minute episode <laughs> yeah. with the talking pigeon, it's... it's uh, We won't say any more. We'll let you listen to it. Take 93 at your leisure. There's a few pigeons in this one. Did there you know most certainly yeah. is a few pigeons in this one. Um, but this is tackling two of the biggest soaps. I would say the two biggest soaps from the Southern Hemisphere. For, for, for darn sure. If you, if you discount um, Pugwall... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, which I, you should never do, by the way. But I, I always do on a daily basis. <laughs> um, I wake up five minutes early every morning okay. to forget the time I spent watching Pugwall. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, and so we are going to tackle two of those this week. And uh, I know I had an email from uh, one of our listeners, Thomas, who said about the uh, EastEnders and Corrie battle to the oh. royal death. Um, but we will do that. Oh, I had an course. email from uh, one of my listeners as well, which I haven't replied to. I'm really sorry. It was they were just asking me. Did they see you in? They just said, ask me what we were doing in the upcoming months. Yeah. We don't actually know. We, we don't know. We haven't even decided what we're doing next, next week, week yet. Yeah. So, so bear with stay us. Stay tuned, yeah. We're not that think or- we planned this. We're, <laughs> we're not that organised. Um, so let's do it. Let's crack yeah. on with Take 94 of the Pilot Podcast. Okay. The closer we step to Take 100. Closer each day. Closer each day. Uh, we'll start... As you very cleverly <laughs> suggested there, lyrically, okay. within the song title. Let me be the one that you hold on to. Someone you can rely on, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Closer each day. Closer each day. Home and away. Just for those, to recap very quickly, uh, that have joined the Pilot Podcast in recent weeks, we have an affinity for TV theme tunes that sing their own title. You get an extra point straight away. It's immediately a bonus point. Yeah. Um, so this... That's why Lost didn't get full points, because it doesn't go... Maybe it does, but it's in such a slow motion you can't even tell what it is. Um, but yeah, so the theme song is one of those. And how much songs. did we know the words as well, by the way? All of them. Can, can, we, can we just say we watched the episode together before we started recording, and we both sat here and sung all the words. Yeah, but I haven't watched it for ages. I know, nor have I. But it's one of those theme songs where you could be, you could, in fifty years' time, you could just be walking down the road, 
and someone say, you know, we belong together. The entire planet will be singing it yeah. at you. You know, do you remember that viral video that appeared online where someone was singing Guitas's Teenage Dirtbag or little, or no, Erasure's Little Respect? I mean, that is a tune. Um, and someone just burst into song on the train platform and the entire platform lit up nice. and started singing it as well. Um, it's very much like that. You could start singing the yeah. Home and Way theme tune and you'd be surrounded by people in chorus. Fantastic. Oh, a football match. We could go in a real dream. Ah, can you imagine? Yeah. Because the thing is, there, there are better soaps out there, but the theme yep. song is, because it's such an earworm, it Strong. makes you like the TV show a lot more yeah. just because you, you just love the theme song. Yep. And that's the beauty of the theme song. Wonderful imagery. Um, nice sunsets, nice little shots of the sea and the yeah. beach. You know where you stand exactly. with this Quite show. Quite 80s, because you, you get that kind of like real bright colours um, yep. and then gaps in between those colours where you see like the beaches and the sunsets and the seagulls which I mistakenly call pigeons just now uh, <laughs> people people with surfboards people in bikinis yep. just living very in the late Australian 80s. dream very typical of the late 80s yeah. but we will not you know not hesitate to say that that's fine that's yeah. fine by us because it's it's just tremendous. And it's maybe a little bit more sexualized than the other um, Australian soaps out there, which we'll talk about a bit later. Yeah. Well, just to put it in context, uh, 18th of January, 1988. Ooh, like the 31st anniversary mm. just passed. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is, you know, and it's still going strong to this very day. Yeah. Um, and despite being an Australian soap, broadcast in the UK. I'm not sure about the US. I don't know if we've got any US listeners to the podcast I think who could inform us if it's regularly shown. I don't know, but I know it's, people are aware of it in the US, uh, but mostly because 95% of the stars from it are now in the US. Yeah, true. Um, the Hemsworths, Margot Robbie, Samara Weaving, Guy Pearce. Never heard of any of them. Um, <laughs> Jim from Neighbours. The whole crew, they're all there. Match. Not, never heard of any of them. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, so this is in the zeitgeist, and because Australia just produces pretty people, yeah, like I, I mean, I I know it's us in like grey England. We look at this and we think, oh, they're not real people in Australia. That is real people. That's standard. You can walk into any McDonald's and go into and go into the toilets, and you'll be standing in the queue behind uh, an absolute Adonis. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but can we just talk about the opening sequence? To oh God, away, which is just the trippiest thing. Yeah, it's basically if you've seen the new Twin Peaks. Think t- double double the surrealness, and that's what you'll get. Like, and I didn't realize what was going on. I had to check online. And I said, "Rob, did you know that the opening sequence in this is from ni- is set in 1978, ten years before the show is set?" So I'm guessing the show, because it's uh, sort of serial soap that it is. Yeah. Is kind of set in the present day as it sort of progresses. So it's set yes. in '88. Um, when it starts, obviously it was being filmed in '87, and the beauty of it is, is I guess where Australia's uh, seasons are the flip side to us. Yeah. It's warm in the winter, so filming in you know October, November, December for a January release, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would look lovely. And mm-hmm. then during the summer, our summer months, it'd be their winter months. Yeah, but I mean, so like, I mean, or we're I obviously get... only talking about the pilot, the, just the pilot episode. But I guess maybe in another episode it will explain why they showed us a little boy running down the street in 1978 being chased by um, a policeman shouting, Frankie! 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 No idea what was going on there. Frankie! Yeah, no idea. Frankie! Yeah, no idea. Frankie! Yeah, still no idea. It's bizarre. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And then, not, not sufficient enough to, to kind of put us on edge of... of 
make us kind of question what we're actually watching, then there is a weird, like, a montage of random scenes that aren't in the in the first episode. Nope, not linked to anything going on. What was that? No idea. It went on for, like, five minutes of say, random little scenes. It's about three or four minutes of these little moments, like almost, almost like flashbacks. It felt a bit like yeah. a kind of previously... On Home and Away. Yeah. Like, we were watching maybe episode one of season two. Yeah. And we were... Maybe it was a long break between mm-hmm. seasons one and two, and we were just getting a refresher, like a kind of... Oh, if you, in case you forgot what happened in season one, here's a little look back. That's yeah. what it... It felt like that. That's what, The only thing I could explain it as was something like that, but it turns out... Not it's happened. weird. So people out there, maybe because there are massive Home and Away fans out there, yep. if you know why there was that f- three to five minutes of Shh. montage that didn't make Please any sense... Please explain. Please explain. The only thing that I can guess is maybe before the series started, maybe there was a like feature-length version or some kind. I don't know. Or maybe something was put out. Um, I mean, this is the first broadcast episode. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, that goes on, you know, to the next storyline on in episode two and follows the story on. So whether or not there was a sort of unaired pilot, yeah, possibly, but I couldn't find it. No, well, we didn't. No, I didn't find yeah. it either. So, so um, home and away. Um, in case. Uh, you don't know is about the Fletchers essentially the Fletchers um, whereas some shows um, are about numerous families the Fletchers is the centre of this the Fletchers moved to town because they're taking over the caravan park Um, not only that they are a foster family and they have thankfully taking charge of five foster kids yep five because they've got a new business to run plus a new family to kind of take care of um, who are to be honest not the greatest set of kids ever they're not the nicest kids um they, in fact, are a little bit challenging. Um, we get numerous scenes of, of little escapades to get up to. You see uh, one of them, Carly, and the other one, messing around with a boy on the beach, uh, yep. which I found quite quite amusing. Um, then you've got Bobby, who is an absolute... Lynn. What? Carly and Lynn. Owen Lynn, on the right, beach. yeah. And uh, then you've got Bobby, who is, um, as we saw in those random montage flashbacks... She's a bit of a semi-criminal. Bit of a charlatan. Yeah, and I'll come, we'll come back to her at the end, but I know Bobby's in it for many, many, many years after this, so... Not as many uh, as Alf. Exactly. Oh, yeah, this Still is one thing... Still going strong. You see, you see, because, like, when you think about Home and Away, you think about a couple of things, and mostly it's Alf, Al Stewart, and in this episode, he isn't the Alf. I said, I said to you as, as we watched it, yeah. this isn't the Alf that we know. He is very subdued. He is... He doesn't have that kind of bitter personality that he has later on. But this is 31 years ago. Yeah, that's very true. In 31 years, it can get bitter. But it's a dedication to a show. It goes to show how much the show must, you know, still be valued for someone to commit their entire acting life to one job and still be happy to be a part of it. Because ultimately, if you get, like any actor, get fed up of something, you just say, oh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Thanks very much. Uh, but yeah, so the, the whole premise of this TV show and the pilot episode is there's this place called Summer Bay, which is yep. beautiful, picturesque, full of beautiful people, but there are, there is trouble in paradise. Is Summer Bay a real place in New South Wales, Australia? I don't Rhetorical think question, to be honest so. with you. I don't know if it is. I think yeah. it might be a slightly fictional, fictionalised version of somewhere, perhaps. I don't know, but... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think it's real. But there are... Um, I mean, I assume in Australia there's plenty of places like the beachside. Yeah. Um, and it's just the trials and tribulations of this group of people who are just beautiful and um, sexually active and also criminally minded in some places. Well, this is late 80s, though. And I, I think it goes to show the how similar the worlds were in Australia and Britain because I think it's quite reflective of just 80s society. 
just sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was having a sexy time and, and <laughs> you know, and, and sunshine, beach nearby. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle's a lot more relaxed. It's true. It's true. And um, I, I, was, I was never the biggest fan of Home and Away. Um, what I remember from uh, my childhood of Home and Away is at one point Danny Minogue was in it. Yeah. Um, and I remember Guy Pearce this is, being in this it. Is, this is some of the information I really wanted to get out of both these shows that we're doing today. What's that? Because I think they create more future stars yeah. than any other soap yeah, on the planet. Yeah, 100%. It's because they're beautiful and talented. And it's just, I think, the Australia, they're just beautiful and talented most of the time. Um, because, obviously, the the kind of pinnacle of Australian talent is, is Pugwall, as we discussed <laughs> in a previous episode. So good they had to stop making it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think it's probably worth interjecting at that point and mentioning. It's, it's so good that no other shows were competing with it. They had to stop making it. And no one talks about it because they don't want to make people... Um... Everyone feels bad about it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so this... Is, I mean, this show has great intentions because it shows you a family, an unconventional family, which yeah. um, is, is really good, especially for the 80s. Um, and whereas some soaps will give you the nuclear family and the problems they go through, this is a real mishmash of, like, rascals and... and good uh, word. Yeah. So... This first episode, um, it's just really the introduction to everyone. Um, we see a tarot card reading all of a sudden. Yeah, what are your thoughts <laughs> on tarot card reading? Absolute utter hogwash. Is it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not into it. I know okay. you might be into it. I know people... I'm not really into it. I, I mean, it's part of me that thinks maybe, but I, I'm a science man. I, I, you know, give me some explanation as to how it works. It's just chance. It's like when people go, "How do you make a flight plane fly?" It's all down to physics. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's up, it's up, it's updraft and things like that. Thrust. You know what I mean? I, I get it. Science, science tells me why planes fly. Science yeah. doesn't explain to me why tarot cards make sense because they they really don't. But, but I, I do... believe in Jumanji. So, oh, swings yeah. Roundabouts. Well, to be honest, that is real. Um, <laughs> but the, yeah, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of introductions to the characters, which is fair enough. And you see Elsa and, and Alf, and you see the shirts and. Um, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of people here, beautiful people here, yeah. that we're just getting to know. The only real source of tension here is Bobby. Um, the, the tarot card reader says that um, she saw that Bobby will will be the death of one person in Summer Bay. So yeah. um, and currently Bobby is hanging out with... Um, Carly uh, and Lynn. Yeah, so we've taken that into account. But then you also, uh, I mean, to jump to the end, Bobby is put into a situation where she could potentially redeem herself from this reputation she has and potentially save someone's life. And that's how it ends. It does, like, properly just ends. Yeah, we were like, what? what, what? We need to see this. And to be honest, great end to a pilot episode. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? I almost said to you, can Waiting you just watch a- the next one? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Key, key point to a pilot episode is it's got to make you want to watch on. You know, I think that's a, an obvious thing to state at this point. But if, you know, if you don't want to watch an episode two or feel like you need to, then it's not really done its job. And yeah. especially when this is going to be in a show that was commissioned with an idea of running on a daily basis. You know, this would have been probably two or three times in the first weeks, you know, running through. Um, yeah. I don't have exactly the first few episodes in front of me, but, you know, this was a show that was... Surely, I ideal was to run it 
every day. Yeah. Well, like th- this is the thing. This is uh, I've got some quite interesting facts here. So um, yeah, it was a it was a daily soap, um, but it actually didn't do very well in Australia when it first came out. Ah. It, in fact, the ratings was terrible, and they they were going <laughs> terrible. To, yeah, they were going to knock it on the head after six months, uh, but they wow. kind of persisted, uh, and they basically in the next few months after the six months, the ratings picked up, and then it was like the biggest show in Australia, and then it was the biggest show over here. Interesting, because um, uh, I do happen to throw in at this point uh, yeah. that this show started three years after the other show we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so you'd think that if the other show was doing as well as it was, and then this was doing not so great after six months, you'd have thought, well, maybe we should just cut our losses and... You know, yeah. let the other because the other one was more than established, more than established. Uh, exactly. Three and a half years in, um, it's a set of the template as well. But one of the most interesting things is um, during that six months, Alf Stewart, right at the start. Yep. Um, I can't remember his real name, but Alf, do you know it? I just had it in front of me. Ray Me, Ray Me, Meager. Yeah, yeah, Ray Meager. When <laughs> that came to me, so he had no faith in Home and He had no faith, so they wanted to give him a three-year contract, but he was like six months. So he only had a six-month contract because he was like, he want, he's out of here. He wants to be out of here. 31 years later... Or if, I, if I can translate that, yeah, 3,938 episodes. Wow. And now he is the flipping... He's the longest survivor, yep. really. Yeah, yeah. He's the longest-serving cast member of the show. Wow. In episode one, in the pilot, yeah. and in the latest episodes as well. He's, he's essentially the Ravens in the Tower. If he leaves, the show will fall down. Yeah. Yeah, he's like yeah. the Dot Cotton of Home and Away. Yeah, it'll just be called Away. Wouldn't I assume Dot Cotton's still going in EastEnders, by the way, just as a guess. No, she, she died a long time ago. Did she? Yeah, I don't watch EastEnders, but I know that. We should do EastEnders versus... Corrie. Yeah, we should. And then we point. should do Emmerdale against Hollyoaks, or Brookside. Oh, there's so many, Jed. Ooh, Brookside's quite good, though. There are so many. We should almost do a, a UK soap special where we do them all. Could, is that fair? We should do that, yeah. It might, just, it might just get them all done in one, one fell swoop. We'll do an extra long episode. We might need, we might, we might need Emma Bullimore back for that. Cause she, isn't she a soap expert? She's a big soap expert. Okay, she Emma, if you're listening, please, please come back. Yeah, all right, <laughs> I'll, I'll give her a call. Um, yeah, so like, my, basically... Did you like it? Yes, I did like it. I mean, it didn't blow me away, but like, I was actually impressed with the with just how it was shot. It was, it was beautiful. You made a mention to the four three ratio of oh, the show. Oh, I love the four three ratio. <laughs> just stick four three ratio in anything. Um, one of my short films, um, the first one, Absence, was yep. four three ratio. I bloody love it. I wanted to do multiplex um, as four three ratio, but everyone's like, no, no, don't do that. But I'm gutted I didn't. I love it. I love people in in. Basically, we, 4-3 ratio is you essentially... You should have started shooting it in 4-3, or in the edit, you yeah. should make it look 4-3 to start with, and then slowly but surely make the screen wider. Yeah. I no. think they did that in... Oh, man, that's... They gonna... did it in Legion. There's an episode of Legion they did that, but, um, like, spoilers, but I am, oh, okay. do, I am doing that for one little bit. Okay. Um, but, no, 4-3 <laughs> ratio, if you don't know, is where they... Um, the old-school TV ratio, where it's essentially in a box rather than widescreen. It's a very compressed at the sides and it's yeah. great in horror films because it, it gives a sense of of closure uh, yeah and just being claustrophobic yeah um so it was great to see this in an expansive like beautiful beach setting it was very very interesting um yeah overall um i, I enjoyed it more than i thought i would 
Should we run through the commandments? Let's do it. Do you want to watch episode two? Yes, I do. I do Just as well. So, yeah. Does it have a memorable theme tune? Hmm. One of the best. Genuinely one of the, one one of the, the best. best. Yeah. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character and journey? Yeah. I mean, you've got the... Um, oh, name I think me. Bobby is, is, the, is the character. Yeah, I'm, but the family. The, um, uh, the Fletchers? Fletchers, sorry. Yeah. That's it. Um, the Fletchers, you know, they, they've just arrived. Um, they're setting up camp. They're the new family. There's lots of dynamic going on there as well. Yeah. Going on a journey with them in a way. Mm-hmm. You've just arrived in Summer Bay with them. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. Uh, would you pause for a pee? I would say no. Nah, probably not. Do you fi- uh, well, it was, adver- it was uh, aired with adverts, so probably yeah, wouldn't need sense. to. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Emotionally connected to the theme song. That is an emotional theme song. Yep. When I get married, I want to walk up the aisle <laughs> with that playing and then sing it to the bride. You might have just put off a future bride. <sighs> uh, would you recommend it? I would thoroughly recommend the theme song. <laughs> and do you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's I not thought it would bad. be dated, but... Yeah, I thought it was going to be... I, th- I did think it was going to be. It feel older than it does. But beauty doesn't date. Man. No. Is there a mic drop? I that think ending, the ending is a little bit. It's really abrupt. Unsuspecting as well. Does it defy expectation? Yeah, it's better than I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Has it aged well? Pretty well. Oh, I think not... it has because the locations is just a beach, really, in yeah, a, yeah. a house. There isn't yeah. anything to date it. And is the hype real? I mean, Home and Away is an establishment. It's, it's yeah. an institution in Australian terms. And, mm-hmm. you know, the fact it's doing well over here and still being aired on a regular basis, I think, testament to how good a show it has yeah. has become. Yeah. But the first episode, how good was it? Out of 10? Find out in a bit. Yeah. Because uh, it's now time to do the other whoop, whoop. Australian soap. Uh, which, as I've already mentioned, is three years older than Home and Away. First aired in 1985. And with an equally exceptional theme tune, it's Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. With a little understanding. We'll just let you sing it. You can find a perfect... Whatever, I can't remember. It's too high. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbors. Just a friendly wave each morning helps to make a better day. Neighbors need to get to know each other. Next door is only a footstep away. Needs good neighbors with a little understanding. You can find the perfect plan. Neighbors should be there for one another. That's when good neighbors become good friends. Beautiful. Again, what a great theme tune. Absolutely brilliant. That's I feel name. like that's the, what we've lost. We, we, that's the soap thing we've lost. Australian theme songs. Mate, do you remember, I mean... If you say Pug War, I'm going to reach no, across this no, table. But that is a great theme song. <laughs> but um, the one that I remember, I used to work with this girl called Hayley. And uh, every now and again, she would just like hum a theme song. But I'd be like, what is that theme song? And it was the Prisoner Cell Blockage theme song. What? Yeah, do you know that theme song? 
It's a oh. real good theme song. And I mean, I think it, I don't know when that was on, but that was like, oh, it's a real old show. Um, but I know they repeated it to infinity throughout the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's real good. And then there was that other Australian soap called Sons and Daughters. Do you oh, remember that I, one? No, but Sons I did. Well, Sons and Daughters. No. Extra point. Extra point. Yeah. And that was. Hang on, you can't give an extra point to neighbours for that. That doesn't no, count. No, 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 no. Um, so I feel Australian soaps just just absolutely smash it out of the park for theme songs. I just I feel like we've missed a trick with the soaps in this U- in the UK. It's like we've like we just couldn't be bothered. Can you think of an UK soap that has a theme song? Coronation Street. Coronation Street. The fucking worst. That's the worst theme song. That is the most miserable theme song. I used to come on, I used to just be like, oh god, I'd rather kill myself than watch this. EastEnders. Doom, 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 doom. Everyone is going to die. Everyone's gonna die in a variety of different ways. Because that's what happens. Miserable. Yeah. I don't know what... What was our obsession with instrumentals? Anyway, we, let's touch on that when we do those shows. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to distract or take away from... We should do a special just about theme songs. Can oh, we do that? Wow. Take 100. Maybe that's what we take 100 should be. And we have to sing all of them. We. Oh, I was about to swear then as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's take 100 could be the, the, the theme tune special. Okay. Should we get some people in to <laughs> we like, need, do some theme songs? We need a band. To perform okay. all the right, okay, okay. That, I know who I know. Someone we've got who knows. six weeks to make this happen. Okay, I know. You're someone. going to LA. You should get some people. Okay, no, I know someone right in London who can Good. do every theme song on multiple instruments. Right, this is going to happen. Okay, take 100 will be a theme tune special. I think that's decided. Okay, Kenny, if you're listening, and I'll make you listen. Uh, you're coming <laughs> in and doing all the theme listen. songs. <laughs> we'll get pianos and drums. Now. Yeah, Sorry, neighbours. Mm-hmm. Neighbours, um, an excellent show which uh, I you know, mentioned to my mum at this point. She yeah. watches Neighbours on a daily basis. She, really? she loves it. Is it still good though? Yes. Okay. 18th of March, 1985. So oh um, near on three years um, exactly older than Home and Away, 18th of January, 88. Yeah. Um, first episode, uh, better the start than... Um, home and away, no weird montages of characters and storylines that you don't really get explained to. No, um, but it was generally a weird show. <laughs> well, yeah, but I this is what I didn't consider before pressing play on watching the episodes was these are shows that have gone on and on and on. If you drop into it now and don't understand a storyline, you can go back a few episodes yeah. or a dozen episodes and go, oh, okay, so... Oh, so he so he's just come back from he's been away, fine, okay, so that's why he's here. I understand, and that's why they don't get along. Fine. But you can't do that with episode one. That's pilot yeah. pilot episodes, and this is probably one of the things we need you know, we probably do consider subconsciously with the shows we watch, is that you're having you're you're just being dropped into a story. Yeah. At some point in its timeline. It it I existed. Like that, I like it, being dropped in. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. But there's a there's a fine line between dropping you in and hoping you pick up on everything yeah. and sometimes spoon feeding you a little bit of information just so you're up to speed enough. Yeah. But I think they started with something really easy to kind of get your teeth into. And that mm-hmm. is 
um, the night before a wedding. Yeah. I think even if you've not married yourself or you don't have anyone directly that's been married or, or gotten married, everyone's been to a, a stag do or a hen do yeah. or at least been to a wedding reception mm-hmm. so they know the sort of stresses, the whole thing. Everyone knows someone that's got married. It's It seems like a very tangible subject. That's the perfect way to put it. It's, it's very tangible um, compared to Home and Away. And like straight up, I'm going to say... Unless you've lived on a beach in Australia yeah. and run a cafe or a caravan park, yeah. there's not a lot of kind of tangibility. It's true. And I want to say up front, I preferred this to, to Home and Away. I preferred your one to my one for once. Um, it doesn't happen often, ladies and no. gentlemen, but it's happened on Take 94. <laughs> um, what I liked about Act Straight Away is it felt fun. Whereas Home and Away yeah. felt a little bit down. Neighbours, to me, it's always felt fun. And a stag party, you know that's going to end in disaster. Yep. You know there's something... In- or they call it a buck party, don't they? A buck party, yeah. And in- and I was like, okay, this is a daytime soap. It can't be anything too saucy. Little did I know... Stripper. A stripper. And this stripper is someone who ends up, I remember, like in further episodes, <laughs> he, he she gets ma- or marries Des. <laughs> So it's Des's wedding it's to some random absolutely girl. not making any of this up. Yeah. It is bizarre as. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, because this is, I was watching, I was like, am I dreaming? So, like, they, they have a party, which you don't actually really see. Um, the stripper, no, you see very small flash blunts yeah. of it. The stripper turns up, um, her name's Daphne, and uh, she's like, oh, I've got, I'm busy at 12, but I can fit you in before that. She comes back the next day after the party and she's like, oh, I left my... What did she leave again? Oh, she left something behind. You don't really know what it is yet. No, you don't know what it is. And Glasses, just, keys, something yeah. like that. And then, and then Des was like, okay, you, you go find it. And she, this is in the bedroom. You go find it. I'm expecting some guests. And who should appear but his bride-to-be... Wife-to-be and mother and father-in-law-to-be. Yeah. And then they're talking and, and she's having second thoughts and he's trying to explain, like, what, why? And then all of a sudden, Daphne... Pops out of the bedroom with a blow-up doll. Yep. And uh, and then, but but and she's like, oh, because she recognises that the the father father-in-law. Yeah. So he's obviously been messing around with strippers himself, um, which <laughs> gives Des the kind of upper hand. And I thought it was really farcical, really funny, actually. And I I did find myself chuckling at this. Um, you fast-forwarded quite, quite quickly through the story there, oh, which, did, which is yeah. fine, which is fine, because yeah. um, that is essentially what the episode is based around. Is it, It's the night before uh, they get married, so um, Des is having this buck party, all of the guys that he sort of mates with and works with and kind of live on the cul-de-sac. Ramsey uh, Street. That is Ramsey Street. Um, no coincidence. Have all been... You know, invited round, and they're all having a good old drink up at a party and whatnot. And they said they'd knock it off by midnight, but it's still going at two o'clock in the morning. And the neighbours are getting the ump, and you know. And then there's, and then she's indoors with her best mate, who I guess is maid of honour of some sort, or mm-hmm. at least one of the bridesmaids. And they're chatting, they're doing the whole like, you know, it's, you're so lucky to find someone you really love. And I did not like that woman at no, all. No, didn't trust her one bit. But the bride, I thought, was stunningly beautiful. Again, another Australian mega babe. Yep. Um, and then I thought, she, she's getting married to Des, of all people. <laughs> who just seems quite a uh, frumpy um, guy. The thing is, as well, I mean, this is 85, and I don't know if hen parties... Are- when they became more of a thing, well, my assumption was they've always been a thing as long as stag parties have been yeah. a thing. Type. But it seems like 
She was either sensible enough to have had hers long before this night. You're right. She never had she one, She doesn't have she? one. She's just indoors. She's just hanging out with her mate. With her mate. And it's not even like she's got the whole bridal party with her. Yeah. But he's he's properly getting on it the night before. Oh, I love that conversation where she, where like, so she's talking to her uh, mate, who assumes is the best mate. Like, oh yeah, when I was with Des, uh, yeah, I didn't think he was really like, he wasn't, it's not really a, a stud, is he? Yeah. <laughs> and just putting seeds of doubt into the bride's mind. I'm like, what an absolute bee. Why would you do this to your friend the night before her wedding? So cruel, so cruel. Yeah, I just wonder sort of how uh, how long before this episode the hen party actually occurred, and if there was one, if there was one, um, I don't know, and I don't even know if that's my the modern minded man that I am that sort of brought that up and thought, well, it seems a bit bit sort of one sided there, but you know the guy's got his stag do, and it's that reference as well to the last night of freedom thing as well, which is a little bit dated. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit. Bit cliche, yeah. you know, it doesn't quite sit as as well nowadays, yeah. does it? Really, to say that last night of freedom, yeah. Um, but you know, overall, it's about the lives of the people that live on Ramsey Street, mm-hmm. uh, which I've got a small issue with. It's a cul de sac, so it should be wrote Ramsey Close or Ramsey Muse. Yeah, not Street. Street does Street dictates that it should have another end my, that you my- can leave from. It's possibly there was a street, but um, they built the houses on top of it. I doubt it. Historically, no, I doubt that. Well, yeah, I'll we'll go into the kind of into the road uh, roadways <laughs> of Australia uh, on another episode. But I, my first impressions of watching episode one is yeah. is completely different than I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought in episode one, and I don't know why I thought this. I thought episode one was Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue. I oh no, it, not for a long time, mate. Really? Well, not for a while, at least. Let's this, you know, let's not get carried away too much here. But I thought they were the originals. I thought they, I thought the original people were Jason Donovan. And They're Kylie. not. Where in... did they turn up? Oh, you know, now you're asking a question, aren't you? Maybe I have no idea. Kylie started had a first hit in '87 or '88. I should be so lucky. They can't be far away. Yeah, but yeah. there's not a lot. There's not really that many people introduced to you properly in this episode. You get. Yeah, you get Des, you get his dad and Nan and Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson, who is the longest-serving member of Neighbours, and I've yep. just found out how many episodes he's done. Yep. Um, then you obviously get um, her family, so she's there um, with the evil bee of a friend. Um, mum and dad but the, you know, overall you don't really get introduced to th- that many characters whereas or locations I, either yeah I mean it's very very much on the streets to start yeah. with it this show feels less confident in its first episode than Home and Away does Home and Away was like right we've got a caravan park mm-hmm. we've got a cafe shop place we've yeah. got the beach mm-hmm. we've got a few homes we've got five sets for example this felt like it was a bit nervy and kind of like, yeah. it's life on a street. Yeah, let's not go off the street just yet. Yeah, we've let's got... let's keep it in house <laughs> for like now. Guys, we've got t- we've got two rooms. We've got two hours to film this. Let's just get it done. Just get it done. <laughs> and um, we can't afford to shut down the street during the day, so let's shut it down at night. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I don't know if I'm reading something into that, but it just felt a little less confident than Home and Away was. I mean, because I think due to it being a few years earlier, it set the te- it set the template for Australian soaps, popular Australian soaps. Maybe the budget wasn't there just yet, but obviously, the, yeah. because it's a massive hit, the budget got got a little bit bigger. They got more ambitious. 
Um, but yeah, this this first episode is kind of basic, but there's something really likable about it. Yeah, there is. Um, and sometimes there's no need to be overcomplicated. Yeah. And we've done some incredible pilot episodes where there's been dozens of cast members introduced, lots yeah. of action, lots of tension, lots of clever filming techniques, lots of money spent on it. Let's be honest, we've yeah. we've had some enormous shows, the likes of you know, the A team, which was like a sort of feature length thing. We've done things like Twenty Four and Sopranos and Breaking Bad, which have had huge, huge budgets. But you've got to remember this is nineteen eighty five. Sometimes you don't and need a huge, huge budget though. No, and if the story writing's good enough and this was clearly going to be a show that ran on you know, day after day for five times a week, uh, like the soaps in the UK, EastEnders, Corey, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to pace yourself. Yeah. This isn't about going gun ho like a lunatic into it. You've got to give yourself something to start with. So let's mm. start with a wedding. So here we are, night yeah. before a wedding, party time, guys getting on it, girls kind of having a quiet night in, fair enough. But it's okay, best man's going to look after him. Hey, wow. guess what? Wedding might not be going ahead. Neighbours, everybody's good neighbours. There's someone to get the recycling. Um, there's a boy on a bicycle. Um, yeah, I, I think it's really simple. It's you're in. You've now met a few of the main characters. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day. We've only just started the day of the wedding. Yeah. And early on, we've got this potential of it going wrong and not happening. So next episode must go on to the hours leading up to the supposed ceremony. Yeah. Will it happen? Won't it happen? Do mm. I want to watch episode two? Yeah. I kind of do. I kind of need to. I've got a question. Like, so the lyrics of the, of the Neighbours theme song. With a little what, under- taking out the recycling? Well, yeah. with, a, with a little understanding, you can find a perfect plan or whatever. Neighbours should be there for one another. Yeah. That's when good neighbours become good friends. Yep. Are you good friends with your neighbours? Good friends would yeah. be probably a bit more than I'd say, but I get on really well with my neighbours. I have really? no problems with my neighbours at all. My neighbour, like if 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 for example, like we've got those green bins because you know nowadays everything's got going nine different bins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got like a garden refuse bin. Okay, right, which the council pick up. I don't know once every three weeks or something. Yeah. So like if we if we're doing gardening one week or we see the neighbour doing it. And then we go, look, if you've run out of room in yours, because you have to make sure the lid can shut, because yeah. it's, you know, that's what happens. We always go, just chuck it out. Or, and vice versa, we'd be, that's able to good. Bro- we'd be able to borrow that it That is good neighbours. Yeah. And that's how you become good friends. And you could park each other across each other's drives, because yeah. you know each other's cars. Yeah. And if, you know, there was no space, you could just say, oh, look, just stick it outside ours. We know, just come and give you a knock if we need to get yeah. off the drive or whatever. Yeah. So, well, my neighbour, just, just, just to give you a little <laughs> bit of contrast, my neighbour cut my internet wire. Oh, that's nice. My fibre optic internet wire. Oh, good. Cut it. Cut Thanks. it with scissors. Because it was... The wire was going a little bit near his house. Uh, cut it. Never told us. Well, actually, he threatened to do it if we didn't sort it out. Um, and then cut it. And I was like, no, that must have been... The, that must have been Virgin Media that, that did that. That can't be the next-door neighbour who I was t- or told when I moved in was, is very nice. But no, it was the neighbour who did it. <laughs> Um, thanks, pal. Yeah, which is which isn't great. It, it got me but, uh, six months of free internet, so it's fine. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I think you know it's a, it's a, it's a, the ideal way of life, isn't it? And I think life back in the mid eighties is very different to how it is now. Yeah. And you know, it's an Australian soap again. It's just not. Let's not get away from the fact that life in Australia is very different to how it is in, in Blighty and. 
and we're and we're still talking about something that's thirty, nearly thirty four years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Paul Robinson has been in it from episode one, from the pilot to the mm-hmm. current day. Uh, we've already discussed that Alf Stewart was in uh, Home and Away, which is three years younger. Right. Yeah. And was in 3,938 episodes. So how many episodes wow. do you think Paul Robinson's been in? So Alf Stewart was a 3,938. Started three years later than Neighbours. So he was in 12,426. 12, 12,000? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Basically 4,000 in 31 years. <laughs> okay. In so- 34 years, Paul Robinson's been in... 4,870. No, 3,670. I got the 70 bit right. You did, That which is weird. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's not been in quite as many, which makes me think he, Cause he left spent for, some time... He left for a while and came back. He did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he certainly spent some time away, but he's done lots... Of, I mean, look at his uh, credits. He's got some work in film and, and other TV shows as well. Um, he's been in some spin-off Neighbours shows and... He's done a, sorry, done a few films along the way. He was in yeah. The Bill for an episode in 2003. Yeah. Casualty in 2002. Dream Team. Oh, do you remember Dream Team? Yeah. Oh. Some of those actors have spun off into a... Wallop. We need things. to do Dream Team at some point, mate. Oh, my God. Okay, let's do it. And yeah, I did just say the word wallop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, one thing I wanted to talk oh, about... and seeing as you mentioned it, he yeah. was also in Prisoner Cell Block H. Really? I feel like that's the way for Australian actors to go. There have been 14 actors in Neighbours that were also in Pugwall. Shut up. 14. I don't even think it was 14 people in Pugwall. Pugwall. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, I'm looking, they must have been like real small people. Oh, no, Pugwall's mum was in uh, Neighbours. <laughs> of course she was. Um, possibly the dad as well. <laughs> None of the kids... Uh, some of the kids um, in Pugwall. Oh no, yeah, yeah. One of Pugwall's band is in Neighbours. Troy Beckwith. Oh dear um, me, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, and I think in Home and Away there was a few as well, but mostly Neighbours. As I as I predicted long before we suggested this, um, and I wanted to do Neighbours for a while. I think it's the greatest soap for creating star future stars, even yeah. more so than Home and Away. Yeah. Now, we can't take that in consideration when we're scoring it because we're talking about the one pilot episode itself. Does no. it make you want to carry on watching? But I think it just it is worth noting how how good ne- Neighbours is at being a platform for young Australian actors Guy to go on to big things. Yeah. And it's not even just in an acting world, but in any sort of entertainment sense. Yeah, no, it's true. It's... Um I mean, you've got Kylie Minogue, obviously, is the big one. Yep. Um, Guy Pearce, the guy that plays Jim Robinson. He was in Lost and a million other TV shows. Yep. Um, Holly Valance. Holly Valance? What's she up to? She was a singer, isn't she? Yeah. She, I don't know what she's doing now, mind you. I haven't heard from I, her for a while. Do but... you know? She married a mega rich guy, like a, like a multi-millionaire. That's what she's trying to doing say now. that she's doing nothing, then? That's what she's doing now. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, so shall we score it? Shall we? Well, actually, let's, let's do the commandments yeah, against neighbours, and then we'll do some scores. So yep. do you want to watch episode two? Yeah. I do. I'm in no rush though, but I will, yeah. I'm slightly more in rush to watch Neighbours episode two than Home and Away. Okay. But not by much. Yeah. Not by much at all. Um, Does it have a memorable theme tune? Very much so. I think you could say that. Yeah. Uh, Does it introduce you to a new character or journey? No, I don't think it does. Whilst whilst, Whilst it's jumped in at a pivotal moment in a journey, potentially... 
night before a wedding. It's not really. It oh, does. I, think, I think it does. No, I don't think it does. Whereas Home and Away, Home and Away does. Yeah. Weird. Uh, would you pull for a pee? No. No. Um, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? I don't know. No, no, I don't think I do. I don't think so. Don't think so. Would you recommend it though? Yeah, it's Neighbours. It's Neighbours. Yeah, Agreed. Of Is there a mic drop? No. Well, when she comes out and the, well, when Daphne the, comes out with yeah, the, and the uh, father-in-law kind of goes Daphne, as if to say <laughs> that was funny. It was yeah, not quite a mic drop, but it was definitely a, mic a kind roll. Of, yeah, definitely. Was, oh, I need to drop my tea then. Yeah, that kind of moment. Yeah, uh, it does it defy expectation. It meets them. I don't think it defies it. Yeah, thirty-four years old. I think it still looks great. Yeah. Um, considering um, has it aged well. Pretty much, yeah, I think it has. Yeah, it's still entertaining. Yeah, and is the hype real? Yeah, I would say so. I think so. so, I think so, and I think there's probably a lot of stuff that Home and Away tried to replicate from yeah. Neighbours, and maybe some other things it sort of thought, well, we can do that differently. Well, the, the main thing is, as soon as Kylie was big on, on, on Neighbours, they were like, right, let's get a sister for Home and Away. <laughs> <laughs> that is cheating. Blatant. That is cheating. So, it's time to score. We let's get 10 it. points each to give, or a potential one-off 11. We've never given the 11 yet. We haven't. Because in fact, we have to save it. Have I ever given a 10 yet? No. Don't think we have. Nine and a half. So we've hit nine and a half. I'm not sure anyone said a 10. Although I might have done. I might have got carried away one week. I think you might have given I, 10 I have done. to... Um, <laughs> to... Uh, I think it was documentary. Flash, flash forward, did I? I think I went Planet Earth. I think... Did you give 10 to Planet Earth? I, I think nine? I might have done. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Home and away. Uh-huh. Out of 10. I'm going to give it a seven. Um, Fair score. I like it. Um, I think it's very well done. It's beautiful. Um, so, yeah, seven. I think I'm going to match you there. I think I'm going to say, yeah, seven as well for me. I think we're 14 okay. is a very, very fair score for that. It's, it is good. Um, it's not the best pilot we've watched. It does have simple the, as that. The but better theme song. Neighbours is a strong theme song, but I think Home and Away is more catchy yeah. and is a duet. Good points. It, yeah. Can we, shall we do the duet at the end of the show? Shall we find a karaoke version you, and do the Home and Away theme song at the end? This is the content... You might have come up with the best idea yeah. yet on the pilot podcast. This is the content people want. And then people will be like, oh, why didn't you do the theme song to that one? And maybe this will be the thing. <laughs> Who do you think yeah. you are getting, <laughs> See, Rob, when we do this yes. as the stage show or the TV show, yeah. we need to end on a bang. And that bang is the thing. The big, the theme big cabaret version yeah. of the theme tune. All right. Exactly. We'll do Home and Away theme tune in a minute then, as we, as we both agree it's marginally better. But okay. Neighbours out of 10... Oh, I, I I don't know if I can give it any less. I think I have to give it seven. I don't know if I... Is it better than Home and Away? It's... I, oh. No, I think... Do you know what? I, I honestly cannot pick between them. I actually think they're both as good at each other. One of them has a teeny tiny better theme tune. One has this more tangible storyline to get my teeth into. Mm-hmm. One has a weird opening sequence. The other one has a slightly more, you know, um, sort of normal opening sequence... But one is more brave in its sets. One is less brave. I I can't yeah. pull them apart. So it's a seven from Neighbours. It's a seven from me too. And the reason <laughs> for that is I was going to give Home and Away a six point five, but the theme song brought it up. Yeah. So so it's it's a it's a score draw, mate. Fourteen and all that, this that week. Makes perfect sense. And I and I 
I don't think anyone's going to find too much wrong with that, but yeah. you are very welcome to do so, and you can tweet us your uh, your thoughts on it. It's um, at Jed Shepherd, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you really like what we agree, agree with, it is at the Jellyman, uh, as of course. Uh, awesome. Well, we will do the home and away theme in a minute, but what do we do next week? Um, I think I know what I want to do straight away. Uh, okay. Well, is it on based on the conversation we had with one of your pals yeah. before recording this? So, as you guys know out there, I okay, do. Good. A, I thought it was. Yeah, I do. A, I produce a podcast called Monkey Tennis, which is the Alan Partridge uh, podcast. And um, now there's a new Alan Partridge on TV. I thought it's very apt. Uh, to do it while it's on TV, uh, do a podcast about it. So you want to do This Time... This Time with Alan Partridge. With Alan Partridge. Yes. <laughs> can we do that? Yeah, of course we can. And okay. we know that there are other Partridge shows. We did Knowing Me, Knowing You a while ago no, now. We did that, yeah. Um, so there's so, either I'm Alan Partridge mid-morning, or Mid-Morning Matters, basically. Well, I'm thinking we'll do... Uh, can I just which say, was first? Was I'm Alan Partridge the first yeah, one? Yeah, but can I... I really want you to do Mid-Morning Matters because it is about a radio... It's all set inside a radio uh, station. All right, done. Done. It's it's, Done. You'll know that world. Done. Mid-Morning Matters, then. Brilliant. I'm happy to do that. This will be one of my favourite episodes. This... (laughs) What's going on? This time with Alan Partridge and Mid-Morning Matters. Yes. For take 95. Jurassic Park. Alright, if people want to get their suggestions to you, Jed, how do they do it? They can do that by going to Twitter and typing in at Jed Shepherd, which is J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And if you want, you can suggest me a show at the... <laughs> you could suggest me show. Me show. I turned into George. Jar Jar Binks. Binks, yeah. Uh, at the Jellyman, that's T-H-E-E, Jellyman. Yeah. so Jelly. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, yeah, suggestions are very welcome. Please, please get in touch. Let us know what you're watching. If there's something new and quirky you're watching on Netflix or Amazon Prime, or maybe a, an YouTube old, Premium, please do make yeah. it worth my while because I pay 15 quid a month for it. Yeah, I mean, even if you spot an old show that's kicking around, doing the rounds, of re-showing something, yeah. um, you know, on demand, something like that, do you think, hang on, that had a really cracking first episode? Let us know what it is. We've made a pretty con- comprehensive list, but we haven't got them all down. Can I just say, uh, check out Daily Motion because ninety-five percent of the yeah. shows we talk about is on Daily Motion. Yeah. Every old TV show you want is there. And if you want to watch it and then ping us a, a note of what you think it is out of ten, yeah, we'll give you the honor. We'll put the honorary score on the board. Yeah. Um, so awesome. Mid morning matters against this time with Alan Partridge next week for take ninety-five. And that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs> You know we belong together You and I forever and ever No matter where you are You're my guiding star And from the very first moment I saw you I never felt such emotion I'm walking on just to know, just to know, you are there, you are there, hold me in your arms.
bones Don't let me go I want to stay forever Closer each day Closer each day Home and away